Life in the Land of the Ice and Snow. My name is Heather. I have Monica with me today and our friend Erica from Canada. Finally! <laughs> you agreed. <laughs> yeah, I just want to go on record for saying I would not do this for anybody else in Stockholm. <laughs> anybody else. These two people right here are the only reason I'm here. In this glass of wine. <laughs> and we also have a big family upstairs, so you probably will hear background noise too, right, on this podcast. Yeah, probably. But you know what? We're just going to call this a podcast party. Ooh, uh, And I so like it's that. atmosphere sounds. Okay. Oh, oh, atmosphere. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is new technical terms. Okay, well, we'll, we'll start out with the basics of uh, where you're from, though. So you get very tricky because you're a military girl, so you're from everywhere. Yes, that's we, one of the, the hardest questions. Whenever <laughs> says, anyone says, where are you from, I kind of freeze up because I was born in Germany and I've been moving around ever since. I'm Army brat, a Canadian yeah. military. My dad was an officer in the Canadian military for over 35 years. And uh, yeah, we never stayed in one place more than three years. Dang. So can you give like a rundown? Okay. Um, so <laughs> go, born go, go. in large Germany, which is the Canadian base, it's no longer functioning. Okay. Yeah. okay. So then they moved to Canada, Newfoundland. Then we moved around, uh, all around Canada. I've lived in mostly in, in, in New Brunswick in Canada. You lived in Australia for a while too, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. After I graduated from my first degree, my dad was given the choice to go to Ottawa for a nice cushy desk job. Or this really exciting ABCA, the Australians and the British and the Canadians and the Americans to have this special kind of committee. And oh, so cool. he's like, yeah, sign me up. Yeah. And it was supposed to be a one-year posting, and it turned into five. Oh, what, what part of Australia was it? It was in Canberra. In Canberra, okay. Yeah, so the capital. So they And so they just spent the last five years of, before retirement doing everything and anything oh, in that course. part of the world. <laughs> so after my first degree, I went to just take a year off and backpacked around Australia cool. and just kind of hung out. I, I, I was a babysitter. I worked at the American Embassy mm-hmm. uh, in the gift shop and I had a lot of downtime and I was waiting for people online to come on from home and that's when I met a lot of Swedish people. <laughs> a lot of, I couldn't get on these chat lines without finding a Swedish person just hanging out from KTH or just right. in general. And that everyone, everyone I asked who said they were Swedish seemed to be also an engineer. I was going to say they're very technologically yeah. advanced. So yeah. they yeah. were the easy ones to find early on. Exactly. <laughs> early on. That was, was like, what, like mid, and this was 1997. Yeah. Mid 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I found that the, some of the chat rooms were very immature. They didn't yeah. talk a lot. <laughs> but think so I went into this with this 25 plus chat people Ooh. over 25 could chat about yeah. real things Were you real life I was 25 not. oh my gosh oh no what not. did you know about life nothing <laughs> at all but I mean you could actually have a conversation with people and that's where I met my now husband who was not 25 either <laughs> liars both of you but at least you started on the same like yeah. level yeah exactly so yeah. he he was studying at KTH during breaks kind of looking for something to do and I was in Australia waiting for some people to come on from Canada and we just kind of connected and I made fun of his English oh. and he said give me a break I'm Swedish and I thought oh I'm so mean <laughs> I didn't realize and then and it came into the con- the conversation went a little further, and he said, "Well, my name's Eric. That's interesting. interesting. I am Erica." <laughs> so it this just could work. Yeah, this it could work. work. And it just kept the like, little things yeah. that were interesting to talk about. And then just I moved back to Canada. Didn't know what I wanted to do, and so I started. I always have been interested in psychology. 
So right. I started taking all the courses that I didn't have time to take during my degree. I went to the uh, the guidance counselor, the you know career counselor, and one of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten was always have your foot in something you enjoy. So I yeah. stayed chatting with Eric while I moved back to to, to Canada and just kept going. And uh, how long was all of it was that? Like two years. Two years. Okay. okay. So then one day he said, "How would you feel if I just came for a visit?" Oh yeah, gosh. sure. One time. At, yeah. You know, at some point in the future. Yeah. How about in two weeks? <laughs> what? Yeah. So then he, he came over and uh, we met at the airport for the first time. So it was like meeting someone you've known forever. Yeah. For the first time. Yeah. yeah. It was one of the, the most surreal experiences of my life. But we had talked, we had blurry pictures. That we, yeah. I tried to send the best pictures I could. Yeah, that's the uh, thing. Because back then you didn't send any pictures over the internet. It mm-hmm. was so difficult mm-hmm. to do that and it would yes. take forever. Like so loading, yeah, you'd get loading. each other's uh, address and you'd write each other. Yeah. So then he came over and we met for the first time. And he told me how, how tall he was in centimeters. <laughs> I, I was just about no to ask. Me too. Yeah. So yeah, he was, he's two feet taller than me yeah. and I had no idea. So I'm like, <laughs> What did your family think? Well, um, my uncle thought he was going to kill us in our sleep. Yeah, yeah, he, most, most everyone, people did back yeah, then. Everyone yeah. thought that he was going to be a serial killer yeah. and he was going to get us all. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Fair mother enough. was in the van outside the airport with the motor running, just in case. She's like, if, if there's any problems, you just come out, we'll leave. I was looking up the area of Canada where you're from, which is New Brunswick. And it looks, it's right above Maine mm-hmm. in the States. Yeah, my parents live 15 minutes from the border. Yeah. But then you're also right next to, it's not that big of a province. I was a little surprised by that. I tried to look up facts <laughs> about New Brunswick. So I found out that New Brunswick has the world's largest lobster, 11 meters. Have you seen this lobster? I have not seen the lobster. But if, wait, wait, wait. But you're saying has, like this thing's still alive. Well, it's dead by now. Oh, but. Or it's a statue? It's probably a statue. We have the largest axe, I believe, in Nakua. Yes, that was my next one. You also have the world's largest axe at 15 meters. Yes. That's pretty much what came up first on every single page I looked up about New Brunswick was about that large lobster. And how, I'm sorry, how big was it again? It's 11 meters. 11 meters 11 meters. Pretty large lobster. So everybody, for your vacation plans, you got to get up to New Brunswick. You guys see this lobster. And the last information I have about New Brunswick are some of your great inventions that come from there. Besides the axe. Besides (laughs) the axe. The foghorn was invented there. The scuba tank was invented there. The snowblower. And best of all, the McFlurry. Yes. Oh, no way. The the guy who invented the McFlurry in 1995 was from New Brunswick. Aren't you a big McFlurry fan? No, I'm a big Blizzard fan from Dairy Queen. Did he, like, look across the street at the Dairy Queen? Yeah, maybe he did. (laughs) True. The Blizzard has been around a little longer. (laughs) I've got an idea. (laughs) This is genius, everybody. Listen up. Gather around. And if we put put Mick in front of it. (laughs) Nailed it. The main reason that we wanted to talk to you today is very time appropriate. You work as a psychology teacher at a school, so I think you're very familiar with this subject. We got to talk about graduation. Oh, my God. Because uh, most people around Sweden may have noticed that there are many older teenagers wearing what I call sailor caps. Yes. I moved here in May back in 2000, and I remember asking, why are there so many sailors in town? Did you really? Yes, I did. Seriously. (laughs) Is is it it shore leave day? (laughs) 
But the sailor caps are fill yeah, me traditional. in traditional. They're the traditional. So back in the 19th century, there was uh, these universities that start, they had these get-togethers with other Nordic countries, and they wanted to have these caps to identify which country they were from when they got together as students. Okay. So they all kind of had their own kind of flair. So they're like uniquely Swedish. Uniquely Swedish in the design, but still the Denmark, Finland, and Norway, other countries right. were also having these caps, but in their own style. It's still the marine, still like nautical Yeah, not like design. our traditional graduation it, caps. No, it's not a cap. No. Yeah, it's not a cap like that, but it was. No. It, they all resemble sails. I asked my, my son, <laughs> who was born sailors. and raised in Sweden, the other day, he pointed out some people wearing the graduation the hats, hats and no. he said... Why are they wearing those hats? And I said, seriously? I mean, you live here. You've grown yeah. up here. I'm relying he, on you for this information. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know, cosplay? <laughs> <laughs> but I do think, though, if you think about the graduation caps from at least the States, I don't know if it's the same in Canada. I mean, they are kind of useless caps, too. Yeah, at least sailor caps, you go get a job and yeah. get on the boat. But, and uh, you can keep wearing them because a lot of people yeah. hold on to them. Yes. Even like and wear them when their children graduate, yes. when their grandchildren graduate. They get their names stitched yeah. into it's them. Like I, I've thing. noticed that. Yeah. So that's. But I, I think the reason that my son was confused is because all the movies and all the cartoons always use that yeah. kind of American flatboard cap. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do with that? A sailor cap makes a lot more sense. But yeah. we didn't in Canada. We didn't in St. John, St. John High School where I graduated. We didn't have that. We dressed in white dresses and the boys uh-huh. were in blue suits but we didn't have the cap but it's kind of the same on the white dresses here yeah. because that's mm-hmm. also what they do here it's the girls are in white dresses the boys are in suits and i think this starts at the very end of april which is why yeah. we've started seeing it now. april 30th is the valbori uh, slash donning of the caps where they have the most patogning and they, they actually put on their caps. And in, in our school, okay. uh, they have the ceremony. And you can see some teachers are wearing them throughout the ceremony. And if you have not graduated, you're not allowed to put on your hat until the end of the ceremony. And then after the ceremony, till graduation, you are free to wear your cap to identify that you are a graduate. Okay. You are a soon-to-be graduate of school. So students. That's kind of cool, actually. I like that. I need to back up and ask, what is the grade year and the average age? Because the school system is so different here. Mm. Kids here graduate, well, no, they leave ninth grade and go into... Orskurs at of gymnasium. Okay. Uh, of the first. And that's generally three years? Yeah, they usually have three years in, in high school and gymnasium. Okay, so then it would be like basically 12th grade when yeah, they yeah, graduate. Yeah, they graduate 12th grade. What is their age? 18 is probably the average Okay. There's, there's going to be some people who are still upset that they're a student and not 18 and probably can't stay for the after party. That's what I was going to ask about because I obviously I know that they drink quite a bit, but it says that you start off graduation morning with a champagne, champagne breakfast. breakfast. And this but is common not, for all of the students. Yes. It, it's not how that was when I graduated. It's not a part no. of the school. Officially, no, no, no. Not yeah, part yeah, of the yeah. School, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Let the record schedule, show. Record show. It's uh, it's on the sanctioning this schedule, <laughs> yeah. not the school schedule. <laughs> but 
On average, the kids are 18. And in Sweden, you can drink, you can at, drink 18, at 18, but you cannot purchase alcohol right. at 18. Yeah, so they start with champagne breakfast, and then you go to school, and yes. there's a ceremony. And what surprised me about this that was very different from in the States is that there are no family members allowed no in that family. ceremony. It is just for the school, the students, and the teachers. Yes. Yes, no family members are allowed inside. Which, and that is why all the family members stand outside the school with their giant posters. Uh-huh. And the tradition is to have a poster, an embarrassing poster, from like when the student was a baby yes. or something. Yeah. So you'll see a lot of people with these posters. That's my my favorite moment. My favorite is it part of the year of the whole school year. Because after the ceremony, the students go to their mentor classrooms one last time with their respective class mm-hmm. to say their goodbyes, to, mm-hmm. to have their final hugs before they utspring, right? They actually run out of the school and you get to look outside and see the family. And you can usually hear them before you see them because it, with every year they get louder and louder and they bring noisemakers and they bring <laughs> Fog drums. Foghorns! <laughs> oh, I know where those were invented. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So they, they have so much going on outside with these big poster boards. And it's in the last couple of years, I've seen the baby picture and a, like a glamour shot. So I don't uh-huh. know if the students are saying you can show that, which but they don't to... usually know which picture the, the family has chosen. Right. right. And a lot more balloons. Well, so. what happens after that, though, is that they load all the children into dump trucks and just <laughs> ship them all out of town, right? We wish. Yes. Yeah, so that's the thing I think that confuses tourists the most and people mm-hmm. who've just moved here is why are there dump trucks full <laughs> of, of screaming drunk 18-year-olds <laughs> throwing yeah. beer and champagne all over everyone on the streets? Yes. Officially, that should be non-alcoholic beer and champagne at this point. Another for right. the record. <laughs> for the record. Moment. <laughs> <laughs> However... We know. We know. Yeah. And the the new rule is that they have to have someone who's over 18 on the flatbed with them or on the truck with them. Oh, okay. That's good, though. Yeah. That's supposed to be the responsible adult. Especially. But is it also that the trucks that, like, are in Stockholm are from the schools within the Stockholm proper city, inner city, mm-hmm. right? And then so. you can only, like, people from outside of Stockholm can't come in. They have certain correct? rules on where they're allowed to drive. Okay, but like certain no idea how much yeah. they follow those. I don't know how much no. they follow either. So I guess they, they rent these dump trucks, basically. For I guess thousands flatbed. and really? thousands of dollars. But does the whole class go together then to Yes, they, and being a mentor for these students, you get kind of assigned a mentor class and you follow them through the whole three years. Oh, okay. And so two years ago, I had a, a mentor class that graduated and they spent thousands and thousands on their hats and their the flock, wow. right, the truck and the student dinner and everything. So when I had my next mentor class start they mm. started talking about oh what where should we go we'll all go for a trip I said, you are not going to have time to have a student trip together make money so they started actually in their first year thinking about how much money to get together for the graduation that's wow. a good tip for yeah. anybody who has kids coming up in that age 
too. To but you know, that's kind of cool too, because you're also teaching them how to budget, how to plan, <laughs> right? Like realize, because this isn't, I mean, of course, some of it, most of it comes out of your parents' pocket. Ultimately, they're subfunding all of this, but at least you're giving them this idea that they can plan and budget and how we're going to organize yeah. this and what's be important, realistic. be yeah. realistic, all of that. You know what? When I'm walking down the street in a few weeks and one of those trucks goes by and they spill beer all over me and my gonna, nice clothes, gonna I'm going to go, what I just said. it is so great that That's they right. learned how to budget. Waited to do trucks, this. you hear them coming yeah. because they blast out party music. Mm-hmm. They usually have banners hanging over this uh, side that yes. it never makes any sense. Uh, birch twigs yeah. and balloons. Mm-hmm. Do you know the point of the birch twigs? Because I, I don't. I do not, but they're always there. Uh, it's yeah. probably some horrible pagan whipping ritual or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that pagan ritual again of whipping everybody. Well, don't we have that for Easter? We've got those, those twigs with the feathers. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's that what that was that's for. That's cute and all, but I think they were supposed to be for like self-flagellation oh, for whipping yourself. Yeah, we forgot to discuss that. So <sighs> next time you buy this one of those, this podcast has been so <laughs> educational for me because Heather always tells me of all these like cultural symbolism things behind everything. I'm like, oh, such pretty, such pretty it's feathers. Pretty you have to know the dark stuff behind it, and it makes it even funnier. I rely know? on you for Ooh, this. They have neon-colored feathers on the whipping branches this year, and uh, let's see. The, the last thing that I know of is these big graduation dinners. There's the student dinners where they get together as a class, and that's usually, you know, March, April, May, leading up to the day And of. it's the individual class. It's not the entire not the whole graduating. No, just maybe yeah, your no, year. No, okay. graduation class. But So they have these school party or school dinners, okay. and it's usually they invite the teachers and the parents, and then around 10 or 11, we are kindly asked to leave <laughs> so they can have their kind of bar disco <laughs> Party. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. and then what they have to rent out they the restaurants, yeah, or... which takes that's part of the thousands. Ooh, that they, yeah, and so if they are organized, they can get somewhere really central and really popular. That's but the so day cool. of the graduation, it's the family. Okay, that have oh, the, okay. the the like student party, like a reception. Okay. Where they would have family members and a big kind of dinner that resembles Easter, Yule board. <laughs> yeah, I like everything out the ham. <laughs> Herring. Yeah. <laughs> That's really nice. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't realize so all many of these traditions, traditions around yeah. this. Yeah. yeah, it's the best part of the year. And some, yeah. some students right now, they've already got their outfit picked out. They already have oh, what they're wearing, what they're doing, everything. And some don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It's too emotional. They're not yeah. ready. So you have to tread lightly. Yeah. I course. was able to help my boyfriend's uh, oldest daughter graduated last year, and I was able to help her pick out a dress. And I thought that was, it was mm. so cool because she was so excited. And she sent me pictures that morning of the champagne. And it was, yeah, it's a really special moment. That's you know, because we always, I mean, you always have this idea that your high school experience in the States is somehow amazing. And you, well, you know, that's especially what in the Texas, movies and the TV shows yeah, tell us. So that's what we exactly, do. Exactly. We believe it. <laughs> And we believe it, too, because we lived it. We think it couldn't possibly be any better. But knowing this now, I actually think this is more kind of like intimate, meaningful, mm-hmm. and they're together as a, a unit. Yeah. And I think we've talked about this before as well, is I didn't realize that these classes, they follow each other, and the teacher sometimes 
follows them. You'll and often, that's really cool. Yeah, you often have the same teacher for three years yeah. in the same like group of 30. I think that's so cool. Yes, because in, in the States, I think it's been our experience that it's different teachers all the time. And different class every Different year. classes. Yeah, so you're never with the same people no. constantly. No. And so when you graduate, my school, we were 400 Mine senior too. year. And you just graduated a big stadium. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we don't even all know each other. That's no. too many people. So I think it's nicer. This way you really form better friendships. Well, thank you so much for talking to us, Erica, and filling us in on these crazy drunk sailors on the exactly. on the dump trucks. Now you know everywhere. what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> now we now we can appreciate them. We feel your pain. Oh, and and I think my my tip is going to be during the month of May, if you're going to be walking anywhere around town, do not wear nice clothing or don't walk too close to the Take streets. Take a step back. Yes, yeah. because you will get soaked. With. Avoid the popular streets. Take side streets. Yeah. Dark alleys. (laughs) Dark alleys. (laughs) Thanks, Monica. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Stay safe out there.